This is your host of the Leader in Chief podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, and health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to episode 13 of this podcast, a place where leaders in every walk of life can come together to hear real-world ideas, strategies, and thoughts on how to be the leader that empowers and inspires those around you. Together, we will work to celebrate, share our struggles, and collaborate as we send our positive ripple out into the world. A fabulous quote from Robin Sharma says it well, and it's a sneak peek into next week's episode. Leadership is not a title. It is a behavior. Live it. With that said, let's get started with today's episode. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you had to answer a certain way? Maybe your boss asked you to serve on a committee or a friend asked if you could volunteer for a school project and you honestly didn't have time for one more thing. Or maybe it was even a family member who invited you to dinner when you already had plans or you really just needed a day to breathe. We all have probably been in those situations when we felt that we should say yes. Did you hear that word, should? And maybe we even did say yes, even though that meant overextending ourselves, taking time away from our own families, or even causing tension with the ones we love the most. For many of you that can relate to this, you probably are also like me in the fact that you are a chronic people pleaser, always worried about others' thoughts, feelings, and opinions. And it's often at the expense of your own mental and emotional health. Or maybe you're on the other side of this. You always say no. You never try new things because the feeling of fear is so paralyzing. You may still be plagued with the whole what will others think mentality and worry that if you try something new, put yourself out there, or God forbid, fail, what could happen? Again, for me, it always goes back to that people-pleasing behavior. I don't want to offend anyone by being too big or too bold. I worry if I say yes to something, I may need to say no to something else that I should be doing. Did you hear that word again? Should? You know, those should be doing activities the things that we create in our mind based on perceptions. Maybe it's our own perception of what we think others think. Whoa, that sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but let's think about that for a second. How many of us make decisions based on what we think others think that we should or shouldn't do? I have a feeling that's a good number of us especially if you are a woman trying to balance the act of life. Whether you're a mom, student, spouse, friend, sister, colleague, we all have so many roles and most of us want to do all of those and do them well. We tend to think that we get some type of award or medal of honor for doing all the things, even if it means slowly killing ourselves in the process. I mean, What is more noble than putting the needs of everyone else and honoring all of those should-be-doing activities, right? That is what pleases everyone else. That is what we're supposed to do, right? Not right. In the midst of trying to make everyone else happy, 
we will find ourselves frustrated, overwhelmed, and maybe feeling a bit bitter or underappreciated. How many of you can resonate with that? So, how do we find balance? How do we know when to say no, but also when to say yes? What is the difference between that anxiety feeling we get in our chest because we truly can't pull off one more thing and that anxious feeling we get when we're being stretched outside of our comfort zones? The answer isn't a simple one and it is one that may be different for each one of you, but some of these strategies and tips have helped me, so I thought I would share them with you in the hopes that they might help. First, know your key priorities. I have shared this before and it is so important. This means you need to make intentional time to sit down and to write out what is most important to you. Is it time with family, your career, working on a bucket list item, your relationship with your spouse? What is most important? As simple as it sounds, writing that list down and keeping it near you will help that stay at the forefront of your decision-making. Be honest with yourself and your people. If you have a spouse, kids, or a significant other, share that with them. It is important that they know and understand where you're coming from. This will help them to be more supportive as you begin to say yes or no to things. For example, if one of your key priorities is to have more family time, Be aware of the extra stuff that you do that takes away from that. Maybe it's an extra committee at work. Maybe it's the PTO. Whatever it is, be okay with saying no if it means getting to do more things with what is most important to you and your family. I have the tendency to want to be involved in every initiative or committee in my teaching career. I love the energy from new projects, learning, and collaborating with colleagues. But there are many of those activities that were taking me out of my classroom, which meant I had to spend more time outside of my school day, making up for lost time, whether it be extra lesson planning, coordinating activities, creating things for students, or even dealing with issues that came up while I was gone. And all of those things ultimately took me away from my family time, which is one of my key priorities. So for me, that meant stepping down from some of my other roles in education, which if you know me is hard for me to do, but it was the right thing to do. Second, be at peace with the fact that you're not going to make everyone happy with your decisions. Again, always go back to those key priorities Who are the most important people in your life? Thinking about what you say yes or no to isn't about keeping others happy, but it's about honoring your happiness and your priorities. Of course, the PTO president might be sad if you say you can't volunteer for a particular event, but if it is something that is taken away from what is most important to you, bless and release it. You should never do something just because others think that they want you to do it. And if it doesn't align with your key priorities, be okay with saying no. It's okay to still be kind when declining. So if you feel compelled to say no, it's 100% okay to share some reason why you are saying no. 
Now, this does not mean that you need to over-explain or offer a zillion reasons why you can't just to get the other person's approval, right? Sometimes doing this, it just sounds like you're making excuses and it can actually do more harm than good. So if you have to say no, keep it short and sweet. Something like this works totally fine. Unfortunately, I will not be able to participate in whatever activity is this time around as I have other obligations. Thank you for thinking of me. That's it. It's short, it's sweet, and it's to the point. Now, can we talk a hot second about the comparison game? Tip number four, I think we really need to rally around this. And ladies, it's especially for us. It's something we all struggle with, whether we compare ourselves to others or judge others or both. No matter what, we need to stop. Our journeys are just that, our journeys. So if Susie is rocking the PTO president role and that brings her joy, God bless Susie. If Martha can't bake a cookie to save her life, but she can rock out an order for some awesome bakery made cookies for the bake sale, kudos to her. If Cindy can't contribute to any of those things, but is crushing her career, which provides for her family and her way, rock on. If Lisa is a stay-at-home mom managing the best she can, kudos to her. What we all do to contribute is different and it's 100% okay. As women leaders, which is what all of you are, we have to be supportive of our own contributions, fully knowing that they may look different. We need to know, understand, and we don't need to agree with how we all do it. We just need to love, support, and encourage one another through the process. Capiche? Awesome. Five. Finally, I want you to think about this. What if it's something that you really should say yes to? What if saying no has been your go-to because you're scared to try something new? You're nervous to put yourself out there. What if somewhere deep in your soul, you've always wanted to surf or write a book or take a gourmet cooking class or whatever it is that you want to do? I don't know what it is, but I do want to encourage you to try new things for you. So often as women in leadership, we put the needs of everyone else first. We show up day in and day out, working our tushes off to try to provide for all of the people around us. And we forget that there is one very important person who also needs our love and attention, and that is ourselves. So if that means saying yes to you, do it. That looks different for everyone. Maybe for you, it means a day at the spa. Maybe it's just 20 minutes in the tub or reading a good book. Maybe it's learning something new, trying a new career, stretching yourself a bit. I know I felt this exact way when I started my online health and fitness business. I was previously just a mom and a teacher, feeling completely overwhelmed. The very last thing I thought I had time for was saying yes to me because let's be honest, if I said yes to me, it meant I probably had to say no to something else or someone else. And well, that isn't what we do, right? As moms and as women in leadership, we say yes to everybody else. That garbage talk about what I should be doing, there's that word again, to keep other, others happy, even if it meant I wasn't doing something to fuel my soul. Somehow, I fell into this opportunity of coaching and I found a new love. 
something that fueled my soul in a new way. I was still filled with being a mom and being a teacher and being a wife, but there was another part of me that just needed to be rekindled. I now had a community of women who felt the same way, that were sharing their real life struggles, but also their successes. I learned the importance of working out daily, fueling my body with proper nutrition, my mind with incredible personal development, but most of all, through this process, I was challenged to do things I never thought I could do. I started to share more on social media, and if you follow me there, thank you for your amazing support. Everything from my health and fitness stuff, to my crazy laundry problems, to my ridiculous dog, and all of the things in between. I appreciate it. I began to do live videos and to connect with other women all over the world, actually, and travel to places that I could have only dreamed of before. In fact, I know this podcast right here wouldn't even exist had I not decided to jump into the opportunity of becoming a health and fitness coach three years ago. So the moral of the story is this, know what is good for your soul, know what brings you joy and do as much of that as possible. There will always be the things that we have to do that we don't necessarily love, but if we can find the difference between those and the should do activities, simply based on perceptions of others and do more of the joy in our soul type of activities, we will be on our way to finding a healthy balance in it all. Six, embrace the journey. There is no science or specific plan that you can follow and always saying yes or no at the right time. Listen to your heart, reflect on your choices, be kind to yourself. Sometimes you will make amazing choices Sometimes you will learn to make better ones. Our lives aren't perfect and neither will our decisions. So learn as you go, fail forward and enjoy the imperfect journey. The final tip to help with this. We've all heard the concept of how you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So surround yourself with the light bringers, the dreamers, the joy seekers, the ones who believe in you, who see the magic in your heart and inspire you to be more. And finally, if you haven't heard it yet today, know this, you are appreciated, you are loved, you matter. Thank you for listening and see you next week.